Praise the Lord. I know this is a day of celebration. We are looking back at what God has done, the victories he has taken us through. And it's good always to look back. You know, in your life, if you have some markers, if you have some things that remind you uh, of what God has done in your life, when you are faced with a challenge and you look back, you begin to encourage your soul. My father, on this day, I was about to drown, and the wind came and blew the boat gently back to the shore. I was a young person. I could not row the boat. You know the naughtiness of children, and I was able to be saved. Then you look back again. You tell God, God, despite what I'm facing now, I can look back and see how I was stricken with disease. I didn't know. I was just emaciating. I didn't know what was the cause. But God, you intervened miraculously. When I did not know you, but you intervened in my life. I'm just sharing what God has done in my life. Praise the Lord. And you can look back in your own personal life, back and stop and begin to see, narrate to God, remind him, Father, you remember what you did to me at this, this time. And it becomes something that encourages you to look at the Lord and begin to see his victory in every situation. So when we hear people testify of what God has done to them, it is not in vain. They are not stories. They are not fables. They are just narrating to us. They are telling us experiences they have gone through with God. It may not look much to you, but to the person who went through that experience, it means a significant shift in their life. Praise the Lord. Look not down upon the small beginnings. The things that you think are accidents, they are not accidents as a child of God. The things that you think is just luck, there is no luck for a child of God. It is ordained of God that it happens positively in your life. Praise the Lord. When you learn to begin to appreciate God for those things, you will begin to enjoy every minute of your Christian life. You will begin to feel God real in your life. Praise the Lord. So I want us to just look at the scripture, a few things in the scripture to encourage us about certain things that happen in life. I know many of us go through terrible moments in life and sometimes they become so discouraging. But in all those things, you know God has got always something that is ready to do out of those difficult moments. The people of the world say every cloud has got a silver lining. But in every crisis, God has got a seed to prosper you. Praise the Lord. In every crisis that you may face, big or small, in every crisis, God has therein a seed to lift you to a new level. Praise the Lord. It is already ordained of God. It is up to you to begin to know when to focus unto God. Praise the Lord. So I want us just to look at a story that we all know so much. First Samuel.
First Samuel chapter 9. First Samuel chapter 9. Now, this is the story about King Saul. I'm aware whenever we mention King Saul, it is the, the temptation is for us to look at his failures, to look at how he failed God. But I want us to look at an aspect about his life in the beginning of his life and see what he was going through. In chapter 9, the Bible says, now there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abel, the son of Zero, the son of Bejo, Bejorath, the son of Abia, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a son. He had a son whose name was Saul, a choice young man, a goodly a goodly, and there was not among the children of Israel goodlier person than he. From his shoulders upwards, he was higher than any of the people. So this was a man who was already select from birth. Naturally, he was distinct from every other person. The Bible also gives us a background about the family. It was an able family. So some of the things that some of us have worried through life were not issues to him. He was living a life that was comfortable, but there was something that God had about his life. And this, God wanted it to be fulfilled. And then, one day, verse 3, and the asses of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to Saul, his son, take now, one of the servants with thee, and arise, and go seek the asses. And he passed through Mount Ephraim, and passed through the land of Shalisha, but they found them not. Then they passed through the land of Shalim, uh, and there they were not. And he passed through the land of Benjaminites, but they found them not. All this time, this man is seeking for the ashes of the father is so committed. His primary concern is those asses. He wants to get them. And he goes all over the land seeking for them. And he's troubled in his spirit as he goes around searching for these asses. The Bible says in all those lands that he sought for these asses, he did not find them. He did not find them. Verse 6 and he said unto him, Behold, now there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go thither, preadventure he can shew us our way that we should go. Praise the Lord. That is the turning point in the life at that particular moment, that's the turning moment in the life of Saul. Praise the Lord. There's a crisis. He's looking for these asses. And he's troubled. He begins to search all over. I'm sure he was selecting places that probably, the, you know, in Africa we have cattle rustlers, animal rustlers, okay? 
people who go to a village and steal cattle from another tribe, take it to another place. I'm sure those places he was going to, take note of those places in case you visit Israel. He must have noted that these are the places where the cattle rustlers are. So he was going to search there. Maybe the animals they took, they must have taken my, our donkeys. But he did not find them. But I thank God because in that troubled moment, in that troubled moment, they made a distinct decision in their lives. The servant said, in this city, in this city, there is a man of, there is a man of, it depends on the decision you make in times of crisis. It matters a lot. It matters what decision you make. It's possible at that moment, Saul and the servant would have said, our father will understand. We have made enough effort. We can go back and explain to him. He would surely have understood because later we realize he was more worried about them than the donkeys now. He would have understood. But these people were determined in their pursuit for these animals. And so they decide, no, we cannot just give up. Let us try a man of God. When you choose to seek the face of God in times of crisis, then your turning point comes in. That's the moment that things begin to turn in your life. Praise the Lord. So this man said, we will seek the man of God. In those days, it was the word from the prophet of God that mattered. In these present times, God is speaking to us in diverse ways. Praise the Lord. So it is up to you to understand where to turn to in the times of crisis. Do you seek the face of God? Do you seek your big brother somewhere? Do you seek the person, the politician you know? Or do you seek the man of God to stand with you? I bear testimony of this church. I have called certain brethren whenever I have an issue to pray with me. And it doesn't take long. God answers the prayers. Praise the Lord. I will not tell you their names because that's my secret. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah. But learn, learn, when you hear those numbers being read on the screen, that any prayer request forward to those numbers, take advantage. Praise the Lord. Because those people are standing in the gap on behalf of this church. Wherever they are, they are standing in the gap on behalf of you and me. And God has ordained upon them. They may not be significant. You may never see them on the pulpit here. But God's hand is upon them for the sake of the body of Christ in this place. So make use of them. Praise the Lord. This man go to this man of God. And we see what happens there. As they go. God had already spoken to this man of God. Concerning a man coming from the tribe of Benjamin. He had already spoken. So God was orchestrating everything in, the, in, those, in that crisis. He was maneuvering everything to place Saul in the place of receiving his blessing. Are you getting me? Your crisis may be a way of 
turning you around into positioning yourself for what God has in store for you. That is why it is not wise to say, why me, why me, why me? Maybe somebody else is saying, I wish I was the one. Because he has discovered the secret that God has for him. Praise the Lord. So I want you, brethren, as we come to celebrate here, not to look negatively at the experiences we are going through. Because they may be just the key to what God wants to do in your life. Look at them positively and see the God that created you. The God that called you is still with you in, those, in that moment that you are walking in. Praise the Lord. Verse 7. Then said Saul to his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? Now, I love that attitude that Saul has. Because he knows I'm going in the presence of God. This, I need to worship him. When we give offering, we are not paying God for anything. Praise the Lord. We are just appreciating what he's doing to us. It's a form of worship of God. And so Saul was reminding himself... I need to go and worship God in a genuine way. He looked at himself. He didn't have what to offer. But the attitude of his heart was right. Are you getting me? Lift up your soul. Lift up. Speak to yourself in that time of crisis. Tell yourself it is time to be in the presence of God and worship him. It's time to be honest with God and worship him. Because then I position myself in the, in the line of receiving what he has in store for me. Verse 8. And the servant answered so again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of the shekel of silver that will, that will I give the man, to the man of God to tell us our way. Praise the Lord. That reminds us of that woman again. She said, I have but a little flour and little oil. We are ready to go and prepare this, eat and die. But then the man of God said, no, you go and prepare for me bread first. Prepare for me something. And she took a step of faith. She gave whatever little she had and then God multiplied in her house. Maybe God is challenging you in those difficult moments that you have. Whatever you are holding on to, can you release it to God? Will you be able to release it to God by faith? Let it be a point of contact in your life. Use it as a point of contact in your life. Let God minister to you in his own abundance. According to his riches in glory. Praise the Lord. Verse 10. And then, then said Saul to his servant, Well said, come, let us go. So they went unto the city where the man of God was. Let's skip to verse 12. And they answered them and said, He is, behold, he is before you. Make haste now, for he came 
today to the city, for there is a sacrifice of the people today in the high place. As soon as ye came, ye become into the city, ye shall straight away find him before he go up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he come, because he doth bless the sacrifice, and afterwards they eat that be bidden. Now therefore, get you up, for about this time ye shall find him. Verse 15. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear, a day before Saul came. God already knew Saul will have a crisis. That crisis will drive him to this place. And God was waiting for him there. But God was not interested in what Saul was seeking for. God was not interested in what Saul was seeking for. God had other plans for Saul. Better plans than what Saul was prepared to have. I want to tell you, church, sometimes, and as I speak, I also speak to myself, sometimes we face situations and those situations just crowd our mind like this. And we look at those situations and we want to solve those situations. But God has got greater plans beyond those situations. Praise the Lord. His plan is far above that what we, we are imagining. As a human being, I'll confess, I want this one solved now. I want it done, Lord. If you hear my prayer today, I want it done. And sometimes we can be real with God. Maybe some of you are looking at me and wondering, can you talk to God like this? <laughs> you have never been annoyed, that's why you are saying that. <laughs> you have never been annoyed with such situation, that's why you can ask me that question. There are times that you face God alone in your place and you say, Father, this thing, I want you to sort it out. Because it becomes a nuisance. It troubles you. And you know it is only him who can solve it. And it, it looks like he's delaying. But the delay is always for something better. It's always for something better. Praise the Lord. We'll quickly go through this. Now the Lord, okay, verse 16. Tomorrow, about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin. That's God telling Samuel. And thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the land of Philistines. For I have looked upon my people because their cry is come unto me. See what God had ordained Saul to be, a deliverer of Israel. Saul wants to deliver donkeys. But God has ordained him to be a deliverer of the children of Israel. Praise the Lord. I'll be real with you. I know some of you are facing financial challenges. That's a reality. Praise the Lord. 
and all of us do. Maybe you're just targeting 100 real. Maybe you're targeting 50 real. But do you know what God has in store for you? Do you know what God has in store for you? Some of you, you, are, you would have been bedridden for three months in the hospital. You would be paying colossal sums of money. But God has delivered you. You have been healthy all through. But you still afford to complain and say, God, why are you not giving me this 100 real? See how we limit ourselves. And God has got a greater victory for us to celebrate. Not the small things. Praise the Lord. Sometimes I reach a point and I begin to encourage myself, just like David was saying, Oh, my soul, be you lifted deep within me. Oh, see what the Lord has done unto you. Behold how great and marvelous are his works. Tell God all manner of praise because he's far above. Because when you focus on the small things, you miss the big picture that God has for you. Praise the Lord. I know our time is moving very fast. So I'll try to paraphrase some of these things. Now, if you move to verse uh, 16, we have just read that. Let's move to verse uh, 20. Verse 20 says, And as for thine asses that were lost three days ago, set not thy mind on them. So Saul has already been ordained for greater things. And what was worrying him, it was a basic just expectation. God has also sorted it out. Praise the Lord. He would have limited himself to that. And it's possible for you to run away with the asses and say, I have received what I, I wanted. And you'll celebrate. And we will also join you and say, God is good. But you will not know what you will have missed in the process. So sometimes that delay is good because it will enable you to access the greater one. The greater blessing in your life. Praise the Lord. And that is what God has been doing for some of you. Sister Suja said <laughs> she waited for one and a half years. Some of us would have given up. And we start to say, even Canada is not good these days. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I hear many people are being sent away from there these days. You start giving excuses to justify you are not going there. Praise the Lord. And it serves some of us very well. We, we, we said, at this age, why should I go to a cold country like that? But for those who are persistent and waiting upon God, and they trust in God, he will surely reveal himself in due course. Praise the Lord. Whatever he has prepared for you, it might tarry, but at the appointed time, God will bring it to pass in your life. Praise the Lord. That is how faithful our God is. I'm reminded of the paralytic. The friends came in the, judge, in the, the, the building. Christ is there. And you know what their expectation was? We just want to see our friend walk like us. That was what troubled them. And when they saw the place full, they decided we will, if it is the roof, 
we are, we are lifting it up. They carried her away and dropped that man at the feet of Jesus Christ. They said, Christ, there he is. We want him to walk. But Jesus Christ said, Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. That no man could give this man. Doctors could work on him. Probably could be able to walk. But the forgiveness of sin, he could not get from any man. And Jesus said, the best gift I can give to this man is eternal life. Let his life be saved. Praise the Lord. So he gave him. And these people wanted we came here for healing. <laughs> and this, this Lord, maybe they wanted to say this man, but they said, this, the Lord is just saying your sins are forgiven. We don't see any sin. But he who watches us, who sits deep within, he knew the filth in the heart of that man. Praise the Lord. And it had to be washed. Maybe the man would have told Christ, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. And the friends would have looked at him and, you say it's enough? Forgiveness of sin? Quickly, the teacher in me tells me to share with you something small. Around my village, gold was discovered. It had always been there. But somebody, some, somehow somebody ducked down and sometimes <laughs> he came up with something and he found it was gold. Now, we didn't know the value of gold. So there were people in the neighboring market who knew the value of gold. So somebody whispered to some of the locals that, you know, you can, if you take this thing, this gold to this town, you can get good money. A story is told of a man who had never handled 30,000 Kenya shillings 30,000 Kenya shillings in his life, just at once like this. He had never handled that. So he went with a, a, a sizable gold, and he gave to this person. And the man looked at him, I think, being a smart guy, he studied. He saw this man doesn't know the value of this stuff. He started giving him money. The man looked at the money. When it was around 30,000, he said, okay, that's enough. He took this touch and went away. That's what some of us do. Praise the Lord. We have never discovered the beauty of enjoying the victory of God in our lives. When he gives us a small victory, that's enough, Lord. Praise the Lord. That's enough. Let's be prepared for a greater thing. This man was anointed to be a great person. Praise the Lord. He was anointed to be a great person. But you see, because of his carelessness along the way, he lost it out. Somebody else delivered the Israelites well. Praise the Lord. I would have gone further, but I see our time is far much spent. But I want us just to meditate over this aspect. That there is something in the life that you are living now. Don't limit yourself. Because God has got a greater thing, greater plans for you and for me. Praise the Lord. Irrespective of how tough life is on your part, in that situation, God has got some great plan for you. Praise the Lord. Encourage yourself. I don't know whether it's going to be one and a half years. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I don't know whether it's going to be five years. But at the appointed time, at the appointed time, 
at the appointed time, the Lord will deliver his blessings upon your life. You will celebrate and rejoice in your life because his plans are far above what we have in store for ourselves. Our expectations are so limited in the, in the sight of God. He has got greater expectations for us. Praise the Lord. I want us to stand as we celebrate this. Now, I know this is a time that all of us have been looking forward. Some of us have come just to give thanks to God. And some of us are also trusting God for so many other things in their lives. It's time for us to come before God. And as it was said, in this place has been ordained so that you may receive your answers to your prayers. Praise the Lord. I want us to bow before God. And I will give each one of us a few minutes just to pray over yourself before we invite uh, servants of God here just to sh stand with you over certain items, those who have items to pray over. Father, we thank you. We honor your name, Lord. You're worthy of praise and honor, Jehovah. Thank you for the great plans that you have over our lives. Thank you for what you're thinking about us, O oh God. The plans of prosperity, the plans to us a given end, O oh my Father. We thank you, Jehovah God, for every child of God that belongs to the bread of life, specifically God. For the reason that they have come in your presence in this place, Lord, that you may touch them. If you want specifically to stand, somebody to stand with you, just to hold hands with you, to pray over a given situation, I would like you to make it to the front here. Let the elders come forward. Come forward, pastors, council members. Brother Johnson, come forward. Brother Rajesh, come forward. If you have something that you want to be prayed over, is there anybody? You are trusting God for something in your life. You want somebody to, share, to stand with you. We have the musicians just the background, something.
hear you you're speaking you never stop you never stop speaking you never stop you never stop you are here touching every heart we worship you we worship you you are here 
solving every case. We worship you. We worship you. You are here, touching my own case. We worship you. We worship you. We make miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. Make a miracle walk. Come, healer. in the darkness. And God, that is who you are. Hallelujah. In a nutshell, from what we have heard from here, I don't know what you are going through. I don't know the situation that you are, but you have heard this night that you need that boldness to table everything before God. Because in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 43 verse 2 says, when you pass through the water, I will be with you. I don't know the kind of water you are passing through now. And through the river, they shall not overflow you. That is not all. He said, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame crush you. That is why that situation that you are passing through, God will never shine until he passed through that fire. The story we had today, he was looking for something different, but something higher was the plan of God for him. But Jeremiah 29 verse 13 says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with your heart. When you are seeking for God, please seek for him wholeheartedly. That is when your prayer will be answered. Very quickly, let us pray and say, Lord, I need your boldness. It is only through boldness of Jesus Christ that you can table whatever you are going through. As brother said here, that you will challenge him. Lord, you have to do this. Lord, grant me your boldness to table everything that is troubling me before you. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray that, Lord, I need that boldness that will encourage me to go through, to go through the situation, to table it before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, the boldness, the kind of boldness that you will give to your to your children, that they will realize that, yes, they are speaking to you, that they have to put everything before you. Father, grant them in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Every spirit of fear that you are afraid every time, that God Almighty will cast them off, cast them away in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Uh, we need to pray for Sister Vat, uh, Padmini. Uh, she lost her brother-in-law today to cancer. So let's pray for her and pray for the entire family that God should uphold the family. The Bible says in every situation we should thank God. Let's thank God and say, Lord, comfort this family yourself. Be with them at this trial time, at this time of grief. Father, visit them. Reveal to them the purpose that you have called your son to your side. 
be with them in the mighty name of Jesus, especially the wife and the rest of the family that go, and the children that God Almighty should talk to them and uphold them in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray for Sister Padmini and the entire family that God Almighty will be with her, be with her sister, be with everyone and the entire family in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, Lord, we pray at this time, at this grief time, you will touch each and every member of the family and uphold them and be with them and guide them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Almighty God, that this type of thing shall cease in every home in Jesus' name. And your son that you have called to your side, Father, we pray that you will forgive him and accept him to your bosom in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We thank you once again for today's uh, victory night. Lord, the victory you have given unto us shall be permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. And for those that are planning to come and testify that God will perfect your victory in Jesus' name. And for the brother you have used for us this night, what you have done in his life. Father, you continue to perfect all that concerns him in Jesus' name. More anointing for him. Bless him. Bless his family. Bless his children. Wherever they may be in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. I bless each and every one of you. That God Almighty will go ahead of you in Jesus' name. You have come here safely. You shall reach back your home safely in the mighty name of Jesus. Concerning you, I will not receive emergency call in Jesus' name. And concerning me, you will not receive emergency call in the mighty name of Jesus. Everlasting Father, for the rest of the year, our programs are in your hand. Father, take control in Jesus' name. And let your name be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us joyfully share the grace together in fellowship. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful night rest.